Welcome to the Talking Bluntly podcast with Greg Thomas and Justin Keithley. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Here we are. This is old Justin Keithley back at you. Oh, Greg. Greg Thomas coming at you uh, on a beautiful hot ass shit Saturday. Saturday in July, Oklahoma is like, hey, you think this is bad? Check out August or whatever. And also, I can say that we have not had that bad of a summer Mm-mm. comparatively. Like, we haven't had any of those like triple digit. What was that actual like, temperature days? Three years ago, where it was like like they broke we broke the record for yeah. most days of one hundred plus. Yeah, like, it was fuck. like one hundred and one every day for like eight days in a row minimum. Well, what's funny is they'll do like, oh, today's going to be ninety two, but the heat index is going to feel like one hundred and three. You're like, so okay. it's one hundred and three. Yeah, like mm. every day it's been a hundred. So why are we making up stuff? It's I like the wind chill. Oh yeah, that's the worst one. <laughs> it's like, hey, if the if it's constantly windy and it's hitting my face, and when that's hitting my face, <laughs> that the, the no, that's the temperature. And then they're like, oh, it's going to be forty three, but it'll feel like twenty two with the wind. You're like, well, it's twenty. So it's twenty two. Then like, it's really it sounds cold. like you're just bad at numbers. <laughs> it's like, well, they're like, uh, what? What is it, my... Uh, meteorologist? Those? Yeah, my dad says that meteorologists and politicians are the only two people who can get right on TV, lie to you, and then they're still trusted. <laughs> yeah, they're like... Uh, <laughs> I, I forgot, I think it's Lewis Black where he's like, I, I'd feel better if you just had a chimp. And he just pointed to a thing and you're like, the monkey says it's going to be 63 today. He's like, because at least when he got it wrong, I'd be like, fuck, at least it, what, what was what was I doing believing a fucking monkey? <laughs> well, I wish we would just get like uh, what they have in Mexico with uh, Yannick Garcia. Oh. Like, I remember some they posted some story. I'm not exactly sure she's been to school. Yeah, that's like, what I, like, in the comments are like, oh, shit, hottest uh, weather girl. Oh, absolutely. Like, Is she really a meteorologist? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Where it's like, she's like the Vanna White of meteorologists where it's like, yeah, yeah. she didn't go to school for for a literature, but she can definitely point to shit and say numbers. Like, uh, well, I remember my wife saw like a video of them doing the weather, and it's just that blue screen, and they're looking at a TV to point, and she's like, "I didn't know that's how they yeah, did it." Fucking cheaters, bro! I was like, "Yeah, everything's just, fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not even a real uh, map of Oklahoma." <laughs> <laughs> they're not even really and even in Oklahoma. No, <laughs> it's the craziest thing because. Uh, like the National Weather Center's here. Yeah. They have like the main meteorology school here. Mm-hmm. And they are so bad at it here. Like you oh. think maybe this is the one spot where they'd be like, we all study it here. We've got we've got Oklahoma on lock because this is where we all, but they're worse at it. It's like the closer they are, the worse they get. Well, what's funny is when they get it right, how excited they are whenever there's like a crazy tornado coming. They're like, uh, what's his name? David oh, Payne. He I, gets so hyped. Oh, my God. That guy takes a fucking Viagra and shows up to the fucking <laughs> studio. There's a motherfucking tornado, motherfuckers. Cancel Wheel of Fortune. I'm here to be on your screen for the next eight hours. It is. Uh, that's great. It is the worst thing. Like, he just does like eight rails of cocaine and a Viagra and is just like, oh, my to talk about wind because he replaced uh, Gary England, who was pretty laid back. And All right, guys, just time. please make sure you get to a safe place. And then it was like, oh, 
There's a tornado fucking going. Just like, why did we grab the most hysterical fucking turd out of all of them? Well, but what's crazy is he worked at Channel Four for a while as like a backup to Mike Moore. Is it Mike Morgan? Yeah, Mike Morgan. Yeah. Uh, shout out to everybody that listens who don't know who the fuck these people yeah, are. Because, our local meteorologists. Yeah, we're talking about KFOR four. Yes. God damn, you know all of them. I have no idea. I never. Oh no, I only know Channel Four because that's the weather I'll watch sometimes before bed to see how much I'm going to sweat my ass off the next day. <laughs> and I'll watch that one because, like I said, David Payne, he's like, I think he wanted to be a comic or something because he's always trying to like crack little jokes and be like, and they're hey, never good. So yeah, maybe he's trying to be a, yeah. an open mic comedian. Maybe. That's, <laughs> oh, that's where you fall back if yeah. you fail at comedy. You go to be a meteorologist. Oh uh, man, I'm going to go and say that's probably not true. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I don't. But um, oh, speaking of comedy, uh, shout shout outs to uh, Craig Conant and uh, Mike Mazzalotti. They were badass last week at Looney Bin with me. It was very fun. And uh, if I ever see you guys again, I will for sure be giving you guys hugs. How yeah. was uh, how was the crowd? It's pretty good. It was cool because that was uh, Gre- uh, Craig has a fan base of hot chicks who watch uh, Instagram and stuff. So there was a lot of like prettier ladies than okay. usual for the loony bin, right? So it was pretty cool. It was a lot of fun. Everybody that came, like uh, they were expecting like stoner comedy and stuff. Oh, they yeah. weren't uh, like what this ain't what I came to see. Most of them were there to see him and the, you know like me, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> hey, man, uh, you know, live your dream. Yeah. You know, every Everybody lives their own truth. If we know that about comedians, it's like, uh, yeah, I went to this place out in Shawnee. It was awesome. And then you like someone else took a picture of the crowd. and There's like four people out there and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, I know what you really did. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the comedy game. But uh, uh, the, the crowds were actually there. So it was kind of cool. Yeah. That's and, what it, that's my favorite thing is like when you hear somebody uh, in the comedy game, they're like, man, I, oh. I went and did this show. And then you hear from like another comedian that's been out mm-hmm. a bunch of times and then they're like. Man, I always said the show's the fucking worst thing I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Yeah. That's my favorite when you get two sides of the story. It's always cool. But the best thing about this crowd is uh, a lot of the people that were coming out, because I would go, uh, I would draw for a little bit while it cleared out, and then I would go outside where they were selling merch, and a lot of people were like, you were really funny. That was, like, perfect. This three people. It was great. I was like, cool. Thank you. Awesome. And I didn't get in trouble once for saying fucking stuff. I think I'm in the clear now. <laughs> I, you know, there was a few times where I was like, um, is, is, is Terry going to shoot me from, from the rafters? Because, but there was one time where I knew I crossed the line for open mic time. And then mm-hmm. I got off and she was like, that was a really good joke. And I was wow. like, yes. I didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> but then also the first time I ever did the light in the booth was when I got, uh, what's it? Well, Willie Wilson. Oh yeah. He yeah. was like, oh, go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah, I had yeah. To like, yeah that's the, <laughs> that was the first and only time I've done the, Oh yeah. That was the only time I've done the light at Looney bit. <laughs> and I ended up having to turn off the PA on somebody. That was, he's my favorite. Cause he would usually go last. And I think it was not this time I hosted, but the last time. Cause now he works in the kitchen. Oh I believe. yeah. He's been there for a while now. Yeah. And, uh, he did that. So go fuck yourself in his Boston accent or whatever he does. He still does that. He did. This was in 2020. Oh. This was last year, so I don't know. That's like a whole year. Oh, sorry. Okay. My phone vibrated. That's I just, on me. Like, oh, shit. But uh, he did that, and I got up on stage, and it was able to do some, like, stupid accent jokes to yeah. like yeah. start uh, my set. But yeah. I was like, jeez, dude. No. Okay. Well, it's 
I'm glad that hasn't come out of his act because, you know, why <laughs> consistency is the key. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I was emotionally not ready for that because he was having like, he was like, ah, I wanted to be an actor and got up yeah. there and he was like, uh, it had all these jokes and they just like, hmm. you know how there's some comedians like when they're expecting laughter, they just leave that real long silence instead of just realizing are, this. Are is you a, talking about Dr. K? No, well, I'm just uh, kidding. I mean, the, <laughs> the, yeah, that too. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, that. But there's some, you know, some people do it as... But it, he was doing that. Like, he was really waiting on it, and it was mm-hmm. his first time ever. Oh. And I was like, maybe not wait for the laughter. Don't wait. Like going yeah, and so it was about three or four jokes in where it was just, that was his bail. Oh, man. that. Like, and then I watched Terry, like, chase him, uh. like, to go talk to him, where he was like, he got off, like, he couldn't figure out why the mic wasn't working kind of situation. <laughs> and then when he got out, he tried to... Tried to get out the side door. Oh you know, you know how there's a side door? He tried to get out the side hatch because he knew it was coming, but <laughs> she was waiting on him. And now he's got a job there, so I guess they worked it out. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, how about you just fucking fry up some fries and think about what you did? Yeah. No, they don't, don't have fries, dude. It's they like don't? nachos or... Uh, I have never eaten something there. Well, Because I see, I yeah. see the very uh, amazing the highly motivated staff that's throwing the food together. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm not exactly sure you have anything other than a microwave. So they've gotten better. I'll say that okay. like the staff's a little bit more like nicer and stuff, but that was one of my parents like main complaints about that place. And then also when I first started, I was stupid. I would invite everybody yeah. I knew to that place. And a couple of people I used to work with one of them. I remember watching it happen. He's sitting there with his wife, his wife. And, uh, they don't ever get offered a drink, nothing, right? You know, and you have to get two drinks. So they're just, they never get asked if they want anything. So after my set, he's leaving. I'm telling him bye, like, thanks for coming. Somebody runs outside and they're like, hey, you walked out on your tab. What are you doing? You got to pay. And he's like, nobody. The fuck I did. Though. Nobody fucking asked us if we wanted anything. And I was just like, oh, geez. Because they literally brought the security like it was a big deal. Uh, yeah. That guy never came to another show at Looney yeah. Bin or anywhere else. I could uh, I could see how that would happen. Shout out to, I think it was Larry Lewis wearing all jean, like a jean jacket Like jacket. a Canadian tuxedo, as it yeah. were? Nice. Pretty cool guy. Nice guy. Really committed to the bit. <laughs> Dude, so uh, first of all, congratulations to uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks, yeah. uh, on winning an NBA title since the first time in the 70s. Well, cool thing is, it's not a super team. It's just like one dude who's really good with a sur- supporting cast. That's well, I mean, Middleton carried them most, a lot of the playoffs other than like the last two, three games. Well, I'm just seeing, uh, in, I can't say his name, Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, on Tutu Kempo, like his, uh, what was it, game two, and all the way till it was over, he was fucking on man, it. Just on it. After uh, he came back from that injury, yeah. And he was just like, well, I didn't fuck up my knee for no reason. Well, even in the first game, I think he almost scored 40 points or something. I, so, I mean, geez. hell of a performance. Sad for Chris Paul. You yeah. really wanted that for Chris Paul. And that was the reason I was kind of cheering for mm-hmm. the Suns, is you wanted it for Chris Paul. If anyone deserves a ring it's chris paul man has he really been in the league 16 years or this was his 16th year i think yeah man. but i mean a hell of a run by the suns you they're going to be a team to fuck with for a while as yeah. long as chris paul 
I hope stays there. I don't yeah. know if he got a long deal. I'm I do not, not sure. remember. I hope he does too because he kind of turned that young team that didn't even make the playoffs last year into like, you yeah. know, shit, they made the finals. No, absolutely. So a shout out, a hell of a performance by Giannis. And really, I, I like it. Yeah. He's got that uh, that Nganu story. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're like, mm-hmm. 12 years ago, my me, me and my brother and my mom were like begging on the streets in Greece. And like, mm-hmm. here you are, an NBA champion and multimillionaire. Like, uh, well, like, what I liked about him, it was kind of similar to when uh, Moreno beat Figueredo. He just kind of walked around the, you know, the octagon. Like, what the fuck? I did it. Same thing. Like, he cheered a little bit, but then he was just like. Whoa. Took it all in. I'm like, the NBA champ. And it actually felt real. And then that video with him and his lady at uh, Chick-fil-A or whatever, and he's like holding both the trophies. Like, I'm not letting these go because if I wake up and it's gone. He has a cool accent, too. Yeah. So it kind of like. No, and it's awesome. Like, uh, you can appreciate with everything that's going on in, like, the country in the past. Days, you're like, yeah. basically, if you're, like, some sort of, like, dirtbag person who's like, we don't want no partner It's like, if you yeah. like basketball, you had to, like, turn it off. You know, it's like, oh good, gosh. I don't want your bitch ass watching anyway. Well, he's, like, the actual story of the American dream. He even said it. Like, hey, I'm proof that if you put in Dude, enough work, you can He's, do like, it. in Ghana, man, where it's, yeah. like, they're sleeping in the fucking gym. And they're, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're just an immigrant mentality, man. Like, Joey Diaz, fucking immigrant mentality. Yeah. But we're, well, he said in Greece, he, like, or whenever, I don't know if it was Greece before he moved here or when he moved here he was like getting up early as shit to play basketball for like six hours then go to school or some yeah. shit it was like damn dude. no and that's at a it's really good to see guys like that and non like we said non super teams well and mm-hmm. neither was a super team so that was the great thing about it yeah they were both also kind of like uh what was funny is when they, what was it, the first game where he got, like, uh, a, some sort of, he was trying to do his free throws and he took too long. Oh, well, he's, that been, doing that game, the, right? he's been doing that the whole playoff where yeah. it's supposed to be, like, a 10 or, like, something. So, Phoenix and all them, like, all the crowds would count or yeah, whatever to throw him better, up. so. Well, <laughs> yeah. where right? Well, when he was... In Phoenix, it really wasn't working out that well because they were fucking counting. They'd be like, yeah. He was like 50%, but when he's in Milwaukee and everyone's like, mm-hmm. shh, 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 hey, 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 shut up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, let him do it. And Let's then he went it. like 18 for 19 that game, and you're like, wait a goddamn minute here. Well, what the funny thing is, everybody was talking shit about that free throw thing, but if you look at his actual free throw percentage, he's pretty good he's at free bad. throws. Yeah, so. the, no, and that's the... It's the thing where it just, like, took so long where they're like, we got to fucking do something to rattle this motherfucker or else he's just going to pick us apart. And uh, he's, like, pretty young still, right? Like Absolutely. And the crazy thing that they, well, they talked about it on local stations here in Oklahoma City where uh, they could have potentially drafted him. Like, they got Steven Adams, I think, instead of trying to get him or something like that. They showed the draft. It was like, damn, that's crazy. But, I mean, he's a kid from Greece or whatever. Yeah, so they're like, him oh. and his brother. Yeah, I mean, I think his brother still plays for like the Mavs. Oh, okay. I saw a really cool thing where his like his brother was at like the you know team hotel. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Hey, bro," and like Giannis is like, "Man, I'm coming to the hotel to come like spend time with you." And he's like, "No, man, like stay there, be with your team, be with the." Yeah, he's like, "No, nah, bro, like it's not shit if we can't be together." He's like, "No, we have all night. Oh, yeah. right, do that." And it was just cool to see like. First thing he's thinking of is like FaceTiming his brother. Yeah. 
That's like so, I think his mom is the lady he hugged right yeah, at, yeah, right yeah. after winning, and they said she's wearing the hat that he got uh, draft night. That same Milwaukee Bucks hat. I was like, That's oh dope. shit! That's cool. Now for sure, and uh, yeah, some some uh, some really just okay interesting yeah. storylines. I really. Uh, so the storyline of the week here in this here state. Jeez. Uh, and I didn't even hear this until the next day when it popped off. <laughs> so, I didn't know. So apparently uh, OU and Texas are being courted to join the SEC because I believe mm-hmm. the Big 12 contract runs out here in a year or two. I think they said 2024, yeah. Where they can opt out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, that's just the TV deal thing, which is, I guess, not near as much money as the SEC is like. They said that uh, ESPN bought the game of the week ESPN or SEC from CBS for like a couple billion or yeah, some shit because of all Golly. the because of all the uh, broadcast revenue and yeah. all the ad revenue you're able to generate off of having the game of the week. That's just crazy. Like man, SEC. Like I like it. Like you, you have a good point on why you don't think it'll happen. For me, it's like I kind of wish they would have done it whenever Missouri left. Right? You know, like. Start getting the chance to recruit those badasses for a long time. Well, also, so like University of Texas having their own TV station. Yeah, that's, that part. That's going to be something that. Well, you showed me that parody video. That yeah, was pretty funny. Like the Alabamas of the world <laughs> don't even have a fucking thing. And they've won, what, five of the last seven or some shit like yeah, that? Well, so no one else has that. And there's no reason why UT actually like does. Well, they said, I remember when they decided to do that, like. I don't remember who ESPN offered it. them a stupid amount of money to yeah. do it. Well, they showed some of what was playing on the station, and it was literally like Vince Young, <laughs> yeah, Vince just, Young, Vince, yeah, like Matthew McConaughey, like Vince games, Young, yeah, and then yeah, Matt. I'm a hell of a Texas fan. You're like, Dude, what the yeah, fuck do you have it's this for? Vince Young, the USC game playing once a day, <laughs> yeah. and like a few softball reruns, and like every five uh, years when they beat OU, they play that game. And then if they do good in baseball, they'll show you those long baseball. And games. And then they show the spring game over and over and over again. <laughs> Whenever they had Colt McCoy, it's not even like oh, a recent one. Yeah, it's fucking. <laughs> not good they made like, fun of how like uh what was it is it steve sarkeesian is the new coach yeah they were just like bagging on him i mean at least he knew some players names the other guy was like oh fucking todd herbert was the worst we got a few <laughs> i was like I, what hey I, I when they, when they do something then i'll learn their names i'm like i don't think that's the way you want to talk to a 17 18 year old kid i don't i don't think that's uh that might work in junior high but this is called that might bro. work in the pros where you're like let's see something 27 oh uh, uh, yeah i'm so yeah fucking run for a thousand yards then we'll talk about a fuck face it's mm-hmm. like yeah all right like bill parcells the a practice good. squad and then i might call you by your name you yeah. son of a bitch yeah so anyway i think apparently when the texas a&m joins the sec mm-hmm. when all the conference realignment oh, happened, yeah, this is what you were mentioning there's a handshake gentleman's agreement among all the commissions that uh they would uh not allow any school from Texas to join like the state in general without Texas A&M's blessing. Like they were giving Texas A&M the veto power Mm -hmm. to make or break whether they added any school from their particular state. Jeez. Well, I saw something where they said that's the case, but money talks. And if the money's enough, they'll they'll just tell uh, A&M to shut the fuck up because... But I yeah. don't know. I mean, it's a it's a thing where uh, 
OU and Texas both respectively want to leave together because yeah. you don't want to kill. Really, the the last conference realignment killed Nebraska as our rival, oh, and A yeah. and M as our fucking you know as like a rivalry that was you know picking up steam. Texas and A and M lost their rival, mm-hmm. so really at this point, it's like they're trying to keep the like uh, Ohio State and Michigan would never break apart. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of facts because of what I just said about like uh, the handshake agreement Mm -hmm. and they'll never get A&M on board. There's another school of thought that they'll take Oklahoma and Oklahoma State instead. But then that would put Texas in a weird thing where they'd have to go to like the ACC or be an independent. Mm -hmm. But I think it's all because of that fucking TV deal just alienates every single fucking other school. Well, they showed something where... uh Okay. Uh all right, well uh yeah yeah yeah. So let's um I don't know, what do you what do you would you like to see us in the SEC? For me, I think it would be like cool, but there's a couple of things that would make it kinda rough because uh most fans of Oklahoma like to travel, you know, they like to go to these games and you know, almost everywhere is pretty close like day drive except for Morgantown or whatever, or maybe uh Texas Tech's kinda far away, but most of them you can drive to those games. A lot of them are talking about like I'm not going to be able to afford to go to Tuscaloosa and watch Alabama play. It's okay. like go to Columbia, South Carolina, and go watch play the Cox. Yeah, yeah that yeah. would be fun. The Cox. That's what I'm saying. Um, I'm. It would be cool. I think for a little bit to be like, oh man, we're going to play LSU. We're going to have yeah. Mississippi State. Yeah, but at the same time, there's just so much. Uh, there's been so much change. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get this thing going on. Welcome to this episode's installment of Shatter Chatter. Ooh, all right. Well, we're uh, token on a little joint of chocolate tie. This was uh, this is from a lady who grows her own shit, and she came out to I think the last show at Looney Bin. Gave it to the headliner. He can't fly back with it, so therefore I got it, and it's pretty tasty. Nice chocolate tie, and then I think it has some of the. A mixture of some of those little nugs you gave me last time I was here. Ooh, so okay. Nice. It's some kind of chocolate tie and something else. Hey, man. So, uh, shout out to the homegrowns. You know what I mean? How often yeah. do we get to do the homegrownies on here? So it's pretty cool. I was like, he goes, I can't take this. You want it? He also gave me, we can eat half of the brownies you made if you want. Yeah. So. Well, you got a show after this. So, uh, you know. I'll probably eat it just to chill out, man. Hey, <laughs> look, I'm not here to judge. I was just checking on you, my guy. But, uh, hey, and uh, again... Uh, uh, hell of a hell of a week, yeah. hell of a week for us. So, uh, yeah, man, shout out to. Uh, did you get her name? Uh, okay. No, I think your name was. Uh, hey, shout out to Mystery up. Mary Jane, lady, mm-hmm. running around giving out bags of sunshine to the people. Yeah, shout out to you and uh, hey, everybody smoking their own homegrown, putting their love into their own product. Hey, uh, this uh, this shatter chatters for you guys. Appreciate y'all. Hell yeah. Damn, I was in that shit, man. I never had no dope like that before in my life, man. That's the heaviest shit I ever smoked, man. I mean, I smoked a lot of shit before, man. But goddamn, man, that's heavy shit. 
Smoke weed every day. Hell yeah. I like uh, Greg's new ender to our Shatter Chatter because yeah. we realized after the last one, it was like, here's your installment when we played the And then ending. we like, another, here's yeah. the beginning. And then we are like, here's the beginning. It's like, God damn it. All right. Oh, yeah. So now we got Cheech and Chong and, or I think that's just Cheech talking yeah. there. Man, that's still one of my favorite stoner movies because like, what was in that man? He's like, Labrador or some shit like the, that. My, my favorite part of that whole scene when he's like, Bro, take this. It'll metal you out. And then he was like, oh, no, don't take that. But he's like, what did I just take a handful of? Bro? He's like, did you take all that? He's like, yeah. And he's like, you just took more acid than I've ever seen any human being take in my whole life. And I was like, I've I've, uh, I, I've had a few experiences with LSD. And I'll tell you, mm-hmm. like, uh, it looked like he took a lot. And yeah. I can't imagine what that would Jeez, just the part, like, I can't imagine taking that much, and I also can't imagine a police officer walking up, and you're in a cloud, and you roll down the window, and you're like, or he's knocking on it back You keep on knocking, but you can't come in. Yeah, Yeah, like, that's one of my favorite whole fucking things of the... Oh, it was so goddamn good. That and the nuns getting, like, felt up because they thought that uh, they had beat <laughs> yeah. that one nun was just, like, smiling, like, ooh, What yeah. the shit? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, watch Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back with my kid this week. You had oh, seen that one. Yeah. So i kind of been breaking him into, like, the, you know, the dumb, funny movie Hell genre. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Kevin Smith, shout out Kevin Smith. Clerks uh, 3. Yeah, he's going to make Clerks 3, but also that new He-Man show on Netflix, he helped make it. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty legit. I watched the trailer, the, what's it called, the animation is badass, so. Dude, yeah, and yeah, I'm a huge fan of uh, the the Clerks franchise, it'll be funny to see that, uh, them doing that again, so yeah, I'm. Because it'll be Clerks 3 was Clerks 2, the one that had Rosario Dawson in it, and they went to like a donkey show or some shit, Yeah, it was just like, whoa. So, yeah. yeah, I'm excited to see where they take it. This, <laughs> oh, what's that? Uh, I remember Cop Out after listening to him talk about how fucking uh, much Bruce Willis didn't like him on that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I watched and Tracy that. Morgan was like, <laughs> Yeah, Bruce Willis, like, I'll never fucking work with Tracy Morgan ever again. Yeah, well, because I watched the movie, me and my wife, and she liked it. She thought it was funny, but she was like, Why is that bald guy always look so mad? I was like, Because he was really mad the entire movie. I imagine, like, I like Tracy Morgan, but it's like, I could imagine if you're probably like a highly trained actor mm-hmm. being around, like, someone like Tracy Morgan might annoy you a little bit where you're just like, Someone tell these motherfuckers, like all the time. Where like he's probably because he's funny as shit. Like I love Tracy Morgan. Mm -hmm. Like he make uh, he fucking gets it. But I uh, I can see if you're Bruce Willis and you're like, hey, can I get a cafe latte with uh, (laughs) some non fat soy milk? And then you're like, motherfucker, bring me a coffee, black as fuck. You know, you can see how like that would probably. Well, it's probably like uh, because what's his name, Tommy Lee Jones, like hated Jim Carrey on that Batman movie. I'm sure it's similar to that. You're like a serious guy and you got fucking Jim Carrey probably just doing as much. Like they say on every movie he's on, he's making everybody laugh. But Tommy Lee Jones was just standing there like, I want to get also, this he had to over do, with. Yeah, that, and he has, like, all the prosthetics and shit all over his face. Oh, yeah, fucking that. Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> is probably like, get this fucking stupid cherry pie-looking bullshit off my fucking face! <laughs> yeah, he's like, get this strawberry yogurt shit out of here. Hey, shut the fuck up, Jim. Can we finish this? God damn. You're like, oh, jeez. <laughs> no one cares you're sad, Jim. Yeah, no, it's fucking... <laughs> Yeah, oh, no. man, that fucking movie like so bad. Oh god, so dude. bad. With like, like I was a Arnold kid when too. That came out. Oh, I thought it was so good. Like Val man. Kilmer, by far the worst. But oh, George Clooney and him need to fight over that. that, that to that's the, a tie. 
so bad. Well, I'd rather like, watch Casey Kasem <laughs> in like that. The wham, here's the music yeah. of the week. I'm yeah. Batman. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, Robin. I'd rather watch oh. that now, but it's fucking hilarious looking back on it. You're like Chris O'Donnell's Robin is like. Yeah, Jeez. fucking terrible. I have a. This is how good my memory is of liking those movies. Oh, that's yeah, the best Steel. part. That's yeah. the best part of the whole thing was like you got a banger fucking song out of that. The whole album he did for that was pretty good, actually. I, I, I'm going to be honest. Didn't listen to anything. Oh, but. I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I like. I remember the Val Kilmer one came out, and then I remember going to see the the George Clooney one on my birthday. And we went and watched it, and I got back to my own birthday party late, and my dad was just giving me shit, right? Mr. Freeze, and it was, uh, what's uh, her name? Was uh, Uma Thurman. Yeah, it was uh, Poison Ivy. But so bad. as a child, I remember getting yelled at, and I was like, Dad, I'm sorry, because the movie was terrible, and I messed, like, in my head, I'm just yeah. like, this movie sucked, man. I, uh, I remember when I was really excited. Remember the first Mortal Kombat came out when we were in, like, yeah, elementary. Mm-hmm. I was so fucking hyped for the second Everybody one. Everybody was oh. for this. Yeah, <laughs> annihilation. Or yeah. Some shit? Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. That was the first time where I went to a movie. <laughs> they didn't even have any of the actors from the first one. Right. Like, maybe one. <laughs> someone read that. So everyone read the script and was like, "Fuck you!" Like I have a career. You know. They and, didn't even uh, have Highlander Raiden in that one. He, they couldn't even get him. Yeah, and he was like a fucking D plus actor. His whole fucking career is like. He, even he's like, "What? What do you want me to fucking tank my own career?" Like, like, no, no way. I'm not putting that wig on again. It was also, like, bad enough it could have went straight to Cinemax. Like, it was that bad. Yeah, that was a bad one. Because that's when they tried to do, like, uh, Reptile or something that was bad. And I was like, what the fuck is I, this? They, I feel like uh, there's a few movies like that where uh, what they wanted to do was, mm-hmm. like, a CGI time frame. Like, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good time. No. Like, uh, if, if they would have waited, like, 12 years mm-hmm. and then done it now... They might have been able to get the CGI right, but it oh, was. Speaking of that, they uh, season two of uh, the movies that made us came out, and Jurassic Park's on there. Ooh, and they talk about I that. Uh, how much Jurassic Park is like the first movie where they really started computer animation, like really good. Well, you know, it's not yeah. great now, but that's when it all started. And it was pretty like because that's a movie that literally like I was a fucking dinosaur door. Oh, everybody was for that. And then time. that came out, and it's like what they they must know. <laughs> Dude, uh, Jurassic Park, I have such a huge part of our, I think, like, our generation, like, our time frames, like, growing up. Like, that was oh, probably... Yeah. That well, and the, like, like the Michael Keaton Batmans. Those two movies are like... What was whoa. your, what was the first movie that, like, made you cry? Uh, shit. First movie that made me cry as, like, a kid? Kid, young adult, just whatever. What was the first uh, one you remember just, like, getting you? Probably Lion King. I think it was that See, one. Lion King, bro, you want to, like, Armageddon. Oh, yeah, I cried in Armageddon. I remember Liv that. Liv Tyler, the goodbye mm-hmm. scene on the fucking thing. And Whenever then, yeah. Bruce is like, oh, take oh, care of my daughter. Take care of Gracie. Yeah, no, I fucking, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. It might be Armageddon. Dude, Armageddon, man, like, bro, I just you remember that now, very, like, what the fuck was very, I thinking? Very vividly, I remember being like, why am I mother? <laughs> yeah, and no, it's just like, yeah, I just remember, I was like, oh, movies can do that? Like, you know what I mean? You're just like, I think I remember because uh, right before that, they have old uh 
What's his name? He was like actual firefighter. Belushi. Or not Joe, but uh, Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. He's got he's, the he's on the war, thing. Well, he's on the warhead thing. It's my favorite part. He's like... Dun, 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 dun. He's like, get off the nuclear warhead. Yeah. It's like, sorry, brother. Just trying to feel the power between my legs. Jeez. Was that like, dude's character in that movie was like... It's kind of funny because he was like... What, he took out that huge loan because he thought he was going to Oh, die. yeah. He's like, he's like yeah. I'm never making it back. He's like, uh, he was like, hey, I'm giving you $50,000 at 18%. He's yeah. like, are you sure you're going to be good for this? He's like, you're not dying on me, are you? He's like, let's just say no more than you are. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Because remember, that's also the same year they made Deep Impact where they had two Dude, well, uh, it asteroid was, movies. It was like that whole, it was like a three-year span where it's like, remember they had like volcano movies? Yeah. And then uh, you had, what was that? Dante's, Dante's Peak, Peak. yeah. And then, uh, there was another one, volcano, just volcano. Yep. That was and the it, one where there was a volcano in, in LA. LA. Yeah. yeah, rose out of the. Yeah. Oh, oh, dude, this is it. We're doing the uh, Kevin Bacon Seven, whatever, because Tommy Lee Jones was in Volcano. Remember? The, yeah. Uh, and we then brought Pierce Brosnan was in uh, Dante's Peak. Was it Pierce Brosnan? Yeah. Yeah. Because Pierce Brosnan was in movies he should have never been in because he played 007. Well, remember also... Thomas Crown Affair. That was, uh, I think, Linda Hamilton, uh, you know, uh, John Connor's mom in T2. I think that was the last movie that she did besides this new Terminator. Terminator, yeah, which I never watched. No. I, you know what was actually Salvation? I actually did mind Christian Bale in that one pretty that good. That one was cool because it was like... It had nothing to do with any of the other shit, but yeah. like lightly reference that world, and I could appreciate that. But Well, it's because it was someone as good as Christian Bale playing John Connor. Yeah, you always wonder... And like, we uh, also got the video of him going, Don't you like your fucking job? Where he was yelling at oh, the lighting guy or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, the sound guy. Yeah. The sound guy kept talking during his scene or was like yeah. whispering or something. He's like... Are you a fucking professional? <laughs> Are you gonna fucking act like it? Jesus fucking Christ! And you're just like, uh, hey man. Because that was when they tried to cancel him before the cancel thing started. Because yeah. supposedly he he, oh, he beat open a hotel he, door to get his mom and wife out. Or verbally, oh yeah, he verbally berated yeah. somebody on the scene. I'm like, uh, do you know how much stuff that probably like Jeez. Julia Roberts says to like makeup assistants and shit mm-hmm. like that? Like, uh. Well, also, he's the dude that lost weight like three different times to do movies. It's like, fuck, dude. Oh, okay. Have you seen it's on HBO Max and we'll get back on topic. Okay. Uh, yeah. No Sudden Moves. Who's in that? It's uh, Benicio Del Toro, Don Cheadle. Oh, I see. I put it in the list. I just haven't watched it yet. So fucking good. You no should Sudden really, Moves. You should really watch it. Uh, Anything that Benicio Del Toro does is usually good. Don Even Cheadle Wolfman. as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's. Uh, no, he was in Space Jam, uh, whatever it's called, the new one. Not a good movie. Uh, yeah, well, you know, is anything okay? I will just say this. Uh, I it's the only thing I will say about Space Jam where it's like, uh, was LeBron as good as Michael Jordan? Uh, like acting wise, no, 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 just basketball wise or anything really. It wasn't the same because I'm saying, like, is LeBron as good as Michael Jordan? Not to me. So, why would you expect the movie to be any different? Uh, true. Yeah, that's what I, you know, even my kids are like, this is weird. Why aren't they? That's cheating because they they didn't have normal basketball. He only shoots the ball four times. Yeah, it was just like, (laughs) it's like, hey, you're way more of a ball hog in real life. Don't act like you share the ball in (laughs) this movie. It's like, if any time I feel like you should go over, and why are you getting 120 points? I need to, like, who decided, is it based on the length of the jump? I need to know, like, what the point, like, it just anyway. like, it wasn't about like it didn't feel like as much about basketball as the other one. They tried to make it a father son story, yeah. which okay, it's cool. 
but not as good. Not as good. Okay. But anyway, no sudden moves. Real quick, uh, the uh, Brandon Frazier. Oh, he's in it. He's Dude, fat he's now. Back? Oh, he's, I knew that. Yeah. He, no, like what? You, you need oh. to put it in for a Lugal. He is like a my my girlfriend. Okay. Was a my huge, girlfriend. My girlfriend. She was a huge Brandon Fraser, like uh, early life, like little hunky kind of like uh, uh, the Mummy, George of the Jungle. Also, uh, Encino Man. He was pretty cool in that one. Yeah, but yeah, I don't even know if she's seen that one. But like, look, man, I, I, yeah, I can't fix everything. That's one of Polly Shore's best movies. Uh, yeah. Shout out Polly Shore for just. Uh, is it Brandon or Brendan? Uh, man, if I told you one or the other, I'd probably be lying either way. Okay, Frazier. Oh wow, he spells Frazier different than I thought. Uh, oh yeah, I did see this picture. Yeah. Dude is a hunk of chocolate now. So. Uh, so he's in this movie, uh, mm-hmm. and he's also, uh, my girlfriend's defense of him was, <laughs> yeah, so he is doing a role coming up where he's playing a genius reclusive professor who also is like 600 pounds. Oh no. But I was like, Hey, like he didn't have to gain the wait for the roles like have you seen tom cruise in tropic thunder mm-hmm. like and i was like he could put on a fat suit i was like he's yeah. choosing to be fucking fat like i was <laughs> like i was telling her i was like and she was like eh, we're watching no sudden moves she was like is he wearing a fat suit like she wanted him to be wearing a fat suit so bad that's hilarious and i was like bro look at his hands oh. like you the giveaway is always the hands yeah cause like thor had to wear gloves because he was wearing a fat suit tom cruise's hands you can tell in tropic they're like those aren't his hands yeah. you know what i mean they were fat as it sometimes they do like they'll when they cheap out on it they'll like not do the hands mm-hmm. and you can kind of tell when they do like fat suits as well you kind of lightly look at their wrists or hands for the giveaway like still they, all skinny did and they shit. get fat as fuck for this role or are they <laughs> fat as fuck like when like Matt Damon would get hella skinny and then he got hella fat for like that American Hustler thing when he yeah, got like yeah. hella fat mm-hmm. uh, like Bale did you know like all those yeah. dudes he, he was in like the machinist like six movies and then he's gotten skinny three times yeah, yeah like Bale lost all that weight for like the machinist where he was like fucking when he crazy. played Cheney he got fat. fat yeah yeah that shit's insane like a uh, dude he, whenever he did machinist that's in between Batman's and yeah and then he gets as big as yoked. he ever gets like yeah. holy shit dude no, so I Christian Bale, I do believe, will go down as one of the better actors of our He's generation. my favorite. Everyone can shit on his, swear to me, but it's still my favorite Batman. Uh, yeah, I put him and Michael Keaton are like a very tied one for me. Cause, yeah. And same thing with uh, Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger, because I don't think Heath Ledger could be as crazy as he is without Jack Nicholson taking it as far as he does. Yeah, showing you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, leading the way. So, mm-hmm, for shout sure. out to Batman. We absolutely love Batman. I have not had a chance to see Black Widow because I am busy and I am not made of money and I don't have a Me. billion dollars to buy it off of Disney. Me Speaking either. of having a billion dollars, who knew you could just go to space? Like, uh, oh my gosh! What a bunch of fucking assholes! It's what like, hey guys, you want to fix world hunger yeah. or homelessness <laughs> or any other fucking world problem? No, I'm gonna go hang out in space for five minutes with some old bitch and my brother. Oh man! And then the conspiracy okay, people. By the way, that lady's not a bitch. But yeah, but really though, like you. 
the, the conspiracy child fucker thing was saying like, and he also took a 15 year old boy to fucking space. And you're like, okay, well, well if that's the case, I felt what the fuck. I man? felt like somebody that would have come up somewhere where they're right. like, and also a child. Like I felt like, unless they put 15. him in the luggage, he was like, like 15, the youngest, like the luggage. Like what is it? Like, a, no, they, they took an old guy and a young guy. To was break a, the, the old lady. Yeah. She's a lady. Like Cause that. she didn't, she met all the requirements to be an astronaut back in the gap, but because she was a lady, she was excluded, which oh, is why they took her to space. That's cool. I can appreciate that part of it. But also, bitch, how much money did you just waste? Oh, how man. much On fuel alone, you could have fucking bought goddamn vaccinations Jeez. for all the homeless people of this goddamn country, you piece of... God, fuck you people so much. Well, that's the crazy thing. And then even Bezos was like, I want to thank all my employees. You basically sent me to space. It's like... You're an asshole, dude. Yeah. Like, you're, what the you're fuck? You're working like a, the American based sweatshop. Fuck dude, they, yeah. There's concrete workers I work with that quit Amazon because it was too much and they work where we work. Yeah, because they're hours. It's yeah. not like hard work, just, but they're like, uh, yeah, you work hours. six, 15 hours and I'll see you in four hours. Yeah, it's crazy. They, they fuck those people pretty hard. But again, uh, I also order off Amazon relentlessly like a yeah. fucking schmuck. Well, so. they're building another. Plant down there because they're basically gonna have two giant ones in Oklahoma just as the yep down 35 yeah the corridor yeah um yeah shout out Amazon getting me everything I need in two days yeah Amazon if you want to like do a talking bluntly uh like uh slash thing where we know you motherfuckers have the money (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yes Okay. So speaking of getting punched in the face for money uh Rachel Ostovich and uh Paige Van Zant the The dime piece, uh, dime like, piece battle, dude. yeah. So fisticuffs, no glove, just uh, ha- wrapped hands. Yes, yeah, just which. wrapped wrist, and I, th- I don't know. I think some oh. of them go over the knuckle, just a light, like for the yeah. tape. But yeah, so uh, still my favorite uh, lady at weighing in by far is Rachel Ostovich. Yeah, because she'll either wear like a Wonder Woman shit, or she'll just like kill it in a one piece you're like okay yeah. there no you go. and uh you know two two people they really put the promotional machine behind in the ufc yeah. based on appearance like like north cut if you will yeah but yeah. none of the yeah, none of the if you look good you're not going to do well in the ufc yeah you have well like ronda was the first one that was like kind of cute and kicked ass but once she ran into an actual striker not the same and they tried to do that again with a couple of other people Ugh. But they have one coming back up that might be able to steal the thunder. And she's like a mother of three. Oh, Misha Tate. Oh, yeah. Well, and Misha Tate gets her first dub. Yeah. Says she's coming back. Says she feels better. She's, she's hungry. She's back for a belt, not just a, a fight. It was like, fuck. So, um... Oh, yeah. Well, also, Absolutely. shout out to Ostevich for winning the... It was yeah. a decision. She yeah, won the decision. Gets a so. main event win. Uh, you know? Good Does on you. Does that mean she could potentially fight back... Uh, Yeah, Beck Rollins. Don't fight Beck Rollins, please, Rachel. She's a monster. Yeah. And and by the way, all three female fighters we won are also killing it on OnlyFans. So, like, really good job of, like, really... Really bringing out the brand. Oh, speaking of comments, uh, Beck Rollins, her comments are better than uh, Rachel and uh, Paige because those two girls haven't showed tits yet, really. I mean, you've seen uh, Paige's a little bit. Rachel, all the comments are like, why the fuck am I paying for this? Ain't even no titties. Oh, really? (laughs) It's hilarious. That is funny. I don't have an OnlyFan. I have a Reddit, and people oh, post so, Oh, no, yeah. And you're just like, wow, people are so aggressive about... Dude, dude, I'm telling you, that's a... 
That's a weird. It's a weird thing. I think prostitution. It's scary could having fix. a daughter knowing how yeah. like legal this. prostitution could fix most of it. Yeah, right. Man. Where it's like all these weirdos get a nut and then we can just move on. And yeah. everybody's like tested. They yeah. have safe. Everybody sites, said all that yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm just saying we could fix it. Then you would have less of these serial killers that murdered a uh, lot of. Pro- okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, uh, you're not wrong. So tonight we've got San Hagen Dillashaw. Oh no! First we gotta oh. say like Misha Tate. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, we were I talking saw, about Misha Tate. I saw a post that uh, Holly Holmes had talked about. Like that's the one loss that don't feel right with me. I want to re. Oh, dude, that fight was badass. Misha Tate was kind of getting beat up for I don't know four rounds and then wrestled that bitch, choked her out. Yeah, and that's like the first one I can remember where somebody was like going to sleep and they threw punches and they just passed out like Holly did, and then. That's man. what I'm saying. I think that would be cool to watch, man. And it's uh, coming back after such a long time off. Five years, the three ru- kids or some shit. Yeah, and the rust and just everything. And then uh, you know, we talked about her uh, ex husband. Remember, got arrested for like stealing her four wheeler and shit. So yeah. I would imagine uh, behind the scenes, probably a little bit need for uh, for a little bit of a run to secure her own future. And yes. You know, fucking nothing breeds well, uh, a fighting spirit like fucking necessity. What is that? Is it one FC? One of those things. She's like part. Uh, she was like some sort of management. For she it. was trained when her last uh, baby that she had. She was yes. in like Thailand or Singapore and did like a at home birth because it was like during COVID. Oh, wow. And she couldn't, you know, her and her, like, training staff, they could not get home because it was, like, dead in the middle of fucking yeah. COVID. And they were over there training a whole bunch of, like, Muay Thai and, co- like, There's or some 1FC. Fighting league. Is it 1FC? Right. Yeah. It's over there in Singapore. So mm-hmm. she was over there training, fighting, being, like, an ambassador for the sport. And I guess and her doing that, she just kind of awakened her thing where she yeah. was... Her body finally got right. She got to do the mom thing. And now she's like, fuck, I want to go do this again. And she looked great. Dude, she looked didn't really get good. gassed at all. And what was it? Sarah McMahon, is who, she, who is she fighting? Uh, fuck. It was her last fight. The lady retired, but uh, shit. They, I there was, almost there. there. I'm going to find it. Uh, Renault. Okay, Marion that's Renault. what it was. Yeah, and there's a video of Misha Tate, like, her little baby's, like, crying, and then she, the next picture is her breastfeeding the baby, and she's like, nothing titties can't fix. And yeah. It's just, <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, man. I Like, my thing with uh, Tate was I liked her more than I liked Rhonda at the time of Rhonda's rise, but she just couldn't get past her to, like, you she know. was just at that time where it was, uh, let, you have to think of somebody that just couldn't get past somebody like McGregor or Khabib or something yeah, like that, yeah. where it's like, as much as you want to be champion, there's just somebody on a fucking run that you just can't get. Like, as good as Reggie Miller was, he was just never going to get past Jordan. Like, yeah. it just... But the crazy thing is, then she, uh, like, what? Then she has to fight uh, Nunez, and that's when Nunez got the belt, and she's had it. Ever since, since she retired. It was like, yeah. holy shit balls, man. Dude, and that's, Nunez is just on the run of runs, and she's, mm-hmm. man, she's one of those people like Khabib where it's just like, she's going to do this as long as she wants, yeah. and you find me some, somebody that's going to fucking beat her. Jeez. Me, you find me that fucking person. Me, Misha, <laughs> said, Misha Tate said she wants to like get back to where she fights for the belt. Man, a rematch with... Uh, Nunez and then somehow Misha like pulls it off and it's just like that's like the comeback story of comeback stories. Well it kinda. would just be a thing for especially there's a lot of women that feel like uh, after they the have kids. Mom champ. 
Well, you're actually right. And that was Watterson too. Like she, that's yeah. what she wanted to do. But you know, I, if Watterson had been one of those females that had like been training her whole life and not started like late in life, I think Watterson would have had a, a better run and had like a better record and all that stuff. But she didn't decide to be a fighter until she was like 20. Yeah. And yeah. she also had only done like one right. martial art. Right. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like that's, we're in this uh, very lucky era where we're starting to get these yeah. kids that have now trained their whole lives for this, or they were wrestlers till they you know, in high school or maybe even mm-hmm. college. Like look at Sugar Sean O'Malley, for instance. Yep. Where he's a wrestler and all of a sudden he goes to a boxing school, kickboxing school, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden He looks like a karate fighter more than a wrestler now. Right. But yeah. now if you want to get him on the ground, he's like, Cool, I'll get up. Like it's fine. I mm-hmm. this is in my wheelhouse. This is actually my background where you yeah. see a lot of guys uh working off instinct. Where they're working mm-hmm. on you know what I mean? Where they they don't even look like they have to think, like they're just so good at one or two or even maybe even three. Speaking of guys that are like that, that uh, Islam Mako, Makalev. Mak- yeah, I think that's Makachev. Makachev. Like the way like people compare him to uh, Khabib and all that stuff. To me, I feel like he's a little bit like he has a little bit better striking than what Khabib had starting out. Right. He has the length. Yeah. That's the thing where he has the length where he's able to take advantage. Yeah. And he throw he was throwing head kicks and stuff. And then he just, when he wanted to win, finish it, he was able to finish it. And you're like, shit, dude. Where, you know, this is the guy that Khabib was like, after I am done, this will be guy. Yeah. And so Rafael Josadios is like, motherfucker, I'm going to beat this guy. And then Jeez. I'm going to make you come out of retirement. Yeah. And then I'm going to beat you. Rafael Dosanios. Man. Yeah. Dosanios is not like. He's not playing around because uh, whenever Connor got hurt, he posted like, "Remember when you made fun of me for hurting foot during our fight?" Karma comes back to you, man, yeah, or hey, some shit. That's like, some damn. real shit. Like, uh, but if I'm Dos Santos, uh, I watch, I rewatch the him fighting Khabib and. Khabib Khabibed him, and at the time he did that, nobody had done anything like that to Dos Santos. So, hey, man, if he gets Khabib to come out for one more fight, which I don't think anybody does. All right. I, you know, and I'm not saying this, uh, Bakhachev is not a, uh, he's not a bad motherfucker. Here we go. But I'm, I'm looking at his record, and I'm yeah. looking at his last schedule. Like, go ahead and click on him. Yeah, a lot uh, of them are. I'm not, I'm not seeing any. Anyone that really jumps out at me where he's fought somebody where I can pin him down and be like, this guy's a fucking bad motherfucker. Yeah, because his loss is to uh, Adriano Martins, which I don't even know if that guy still fights. But what's crazy is he's been fighting since 2015. Right, and these are the only fights he's got. And basically, Thiago uh, Moises. Moses. And Drew Dober are the only two that are yeah. mainstays or somebody that UFC fans would know of. Uh, Gleason Tebow, I've heard of him. Yeah, but. and Nick Lenz a little bit, but also yeah. I'm just saying for him to now be talking about well, Rafael Dos Anjos, it's a huge jump. Whereas, like, yeah. O'Malley. They've slowly built O'Malley up. Well, I mean, if you look at his record and how long he's been in the UFC, he's slowly built himself up because he's... But with no one. Yeah, basically with but no one. But he's literally, that's what I'm saying. Tiago Moises up to Rafael Dos Anjos for a five-rounder yeah. is a very large jump in oh, yeah. competition and experience in everything. So you're really going to, this, and they agree to five rounds. Yeah. Again, I'm really enjoying these non, mm-hmm. especially with uh, Lawler and, and Nick Diaz yeah. coming up. 
That mm-hmm. five rounds non-main event. I think it's actually there's two title fights and that, so that's going to be a late night for us here that night. Maybe that's why they didn't do as many fights on the car, the main but car. That's not the one. That's the one. Oh, that's yeah, that's the one that's like filled the fuck up. Like yeah, so. But no. what I was going to say about Islam is also he's been training with Khabib his whole career, right? No, absolutely. And he does like maybe he's not getting the fights kind of like nobody wanted to fight Khabib a little bit. Uh, like, I don't want to get my ass destroyed. Dude, so, but going, yeah, it's a huge step up. I'm really fucking interested. I hope he gets that kind of fight so we can see if he's like, Oh, it's already agreed upon. Oh, him and Dos Santos? Yeah, Hell that's yeah. a five, yeah, it's five rounders in Abu Dhabi. Because the thing I saw was maybe going to be Benel Dariush, but okay. Hell it's yeah. Good, yeah. So, and then I'm also excited because you got uh, Chandler Gaethje. Talking shit. Talking a lot of shit online. Hell yeah. I hope it works out because we called for that fight whenever Chandler lost to Oliveira. We're like, Gaethje needs to be who he fights. Well, and Gaethje's had such a good time off, a long time yeah. off. I And I don't believe he's hurt. It's just hard to find him an opponent. That's mm-hmm. Because he should be fighting for some sort of title. And then so any fight he takes that's not a title fight is a huge risk. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if he should be for sure fighting for a title right away since his last fight was a loss to Khabib. If he gets one good win, yeah, he's back in the hunt for sure because he's in the top three. But I think that that's lightweight, right? Lightweight has, like, for sure we got to see Poirier fight Oliveira. That's the fight to make as far as yes. title fight. Then Gaethje Chandler would be awesome. And then Dariush needs somebody to, you know, like, I wanted to see him fight Islam more than Islam versus Dos Santos, honestly. See, I think, like, I think Ferguson, Dariush is fun, but he already did that, didn't they? Yeah. So maybe I'll... Remember I'll he, I'd, like, yeah. ripped... No, he tore his knee but apart, yeah. You got Dan Hooker still out there without a fight. Uh, you got... Let's see here. <laughs> Conor McGregor. Uh, you got Ally Aquinta, Gregor Gillespie... All sitting there waiting, don't have anything booked. But, yeah, I mean, Oliveira Poirier is such a, a big fight. Has to happen, right? I sure hope so. I, because cause right now you have Oliveira, obviously, number one at the, as the champion. Poirier, number two. Gaethje, number three. Dos Anjos, number four. Oh, so San, Dos Anjos is number four. Okay, so Islam gets a win there. Number Uh-oh. six. That's what I'm saying. It's okay. such a huge jump. You're going from yeah. someone unranked, untested kind mm-hmm. of thing to a, to a... It's got 30 dubs. Yeah, he's been around for a while. I know he hasn't had the... He didn't have... Like, he won a, some cool fights at welterweight, but then he ran into some fucking killers, unfortunately. Yeah, but I mean, he lost uh, his last fights. You know, he beats... Felder, who came in on short notice, yeah, lost to Chisia before that, which is not a terrible fucking thing. He's on kind of a run since he went up to welterweight. Loses Chisia. to Leon Edwards, beat Kevin Lee, but then he loses to Kamara Usman, loses to fucking Kobe Covington before that, but beats Robbie Lawler, beats Neil Magny, loses to Tony Ferguson, loses to Eddie Alvarez, beats fucking Donald Cerrone. So yeah. just all these fights against all these fucking killers... 2014, he fought Khabib. Well, his record, like, if you look at it, you can go all the way back to 2014. He fights Khabib, and then you go up. It's just all fucking names. Monsters. Compared to uh, Islam, yeah, who we're not. Again, you know, just, it's not that he can't do it. It's just, it's a huge jump. So, we'll see how, uh, what is it? Like, people were saying he's more well-rounded than Khabib. Well, we'll see it for sure tested against... uh, Rafael Dos Anjos. No, really excited for tonight's thing. Uh, you know, you got Sanhagen Dillashaw tonight. 
I finally don't... get to see Dillashaw off the juice. You get yeah. to see if he's still got the uh, <laughs> the cardio. Oh man, because that was the thing, man. Where Dillashaw's cardio, where he was just yeah putting it on like he was just waiting for the fifth round for motherfuckers to get tired and just putting it on him. So well, remember him fighting Garbrandt those two times. Like it, a lot of it was just him, just like. Bobbing and weaving, buying and then, his time, and then... Uh, the second fight, they were both doing the faint thing, right? But he would be the one that connects why Garbrandt was going for, like, a big shot. And I was like, shit. Every time. Forgot that. all about this. That's what I'm saying. So, to see Ring Rust two years off and Sanhagen coming off... A pretty uh, big win last Pretty big fight. win. So, uh, yeah, this will shake things up. Uh, kind of put things kind of in perspective as far as uh, the pecking order in that division. Mm-hmm. Because I believe Dillashaw didn't actually lose his uh, tie- bantamweight title. He got suspended, right? Well, he, he lost to Cejudo, right? It. Yeah. Yeah. He lost for the flyweight because he went and dropped down. That's what it was, yeah. And then he was stripped of the bantam. Well, I mean, hey, I got to say, like, big ups to Dillashaw calling, wanting to go Sandhagen in your first fight back after two years. Cause who was it that asked for him? I don't there was somebody that asked for him and he, for they Dillashaw. Like, yeah, and they were like, the, "We're going to give him somebody else first. Like it was. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. It might have been uh, Petra Yan or somebody else was talking yeah. shit about him. Um, yeah, because he okay, so he's beaten Marlon Moraes and Frankie Edgar since Aljamain yeah. Sterling backpacked his ass in a minute oh, and man. 28 seconds in. That shit was crazy, dude. What a fucking stud! Shout out Aljamain Sterling. Uh, yeah, so we've got our girl Maverick. We really like uh, Maverick. It's also on the same card tonight. And she's fighting Macy Barber, another chick that really I... Really good. Really yeah. fucking well-rounded, fucking oh, great fighter. I was watching, uh, what's it called? The Who's the guy that makes all the cool fighter videos? Uh, hold on. Uh, he was on Rogan. Well, he was. He went to Missouri to meet with her for the this fight coming up, and um, Miranda Maverick had a pretty good point. She was saying, like, I didn't expect us to fight already. You know, I was hoping we could build our names later on down the road. Fight. But, hey. Hey, no, and it's a, it's going to be a hell of a fight. There's a, you know, you got Darren Damage El- Elkins on here. I fucking love. Yeah, yeah. Darren Elkins is one of those guys. He's like a Diaz where it's like he doesn't really start fighting until he's, like, bloody or he gets fucking hit in the face really fucking mm-hmm. hard. He's like, oh, yeah, fighting. I don't know who Derek Minner is, but, yeah, Elkins is fun to watch, man. Absolutely. Oh, shit, I forgot he has the damage. Yeah, he literally has the damage on his chest. Where I'm like, wow. man, when you go to the pool, people just probably think you're such a fucking tool bag if they don't know who you are. Like, yeah. if you just rolled into, like, a water park, you just have, like, the damage on your <laughs> chest. <laughs> probably a bunch of people, like, if, hold on, I got to look. If this dude doesn't, okay. Oh, he's got cauliflower ear. He's That's safe. Funny. Yeah, yeah. Like, because if he didn't have cauliflower <laughs> ear, and he just had, like, the damn, he'd get picked on all the time. He'd be, like, that OU fighter, or the OU football player got beat the fuck up. Like, oh, yeah. He, there'd be somebody that fucked with that guy. That's if, funny. If he didn't have cauliflower ear. Which, oh. by the way, if you're a small guy, and you're picking on another small guy, mm-hmm. or just anyone in general, if they have cauliflower ear, immediately stop what you're yeah. doing. Get out of there. They're going to slam you on your head. Yeah, they're going to make you realize, like, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't spend uh, fucking eight hours a day wrestling with another dude in just like a leotard for in a sweaty gym for no reason. Like oh, they're, yeah. they're coming for your face. That's terrible. Sounds but, so scary. Dude, well, when you have the damage tattooed on your chest, what the fuck do you do? Oh, yeah. well, speaking of guys that we made fun of their tattoos, kind of, you remember uh, the guy that fought Sugar, right? He had the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of his tat- that dude, like... 
I told you after that fight, I was like, he's going to be famous now because he was the, on Pat McAfee show. I yeah. watched the interview with him and Pat McAfee because the beating he took and he didn't look that fucked up. It was no. just like, holy shit, man. He, uh, dude's yeah, an animal. So, uh, the Pat McAfee show, they interview sugar. They're huge sugar Valley fans. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so they interview him and he was like, you know, about his like, bro, straight up, like this motherfucker is like a, like, I don't know how I was hitting him with everything. Like he's like, my hands hurt. Like my little fucking hands hurt. Like in the midway through the second round, like it hurt to close my fist because like I had hit him so fucking hard. Exactly, dude. And so like he's talking about it, he's like, so hats off to him, but I still beat that motherfucker up. <laughs> so like, and then so the next day they have Chris Botino, Chris, uh, what, uh, Angel Dust Botino. Yeah, on. yeah, that's what we were calling him. Yeah, Chris <laughs> Angel Dust Motino, and uh, he's like, yeah, man, like. He thinks he hits hard, but like it's really it's not that hard. Like I, he fucked me up, but it's like name you know one other person that would come in there on like two days, step into a pay per view. He's like it's true. He's like, but me taking this fight, I got a four fight deal when I took this fight, so yeah. I, you will see me again in the UFC. And you got seventy five for that fight, so right? Hell he yeah. Got, so he was like back in the gym on fucking Monday training yeah. people. So hey. Uh, as much as we made fun of Chris Angel Dust Motino for taking 177 mm-hmm. shots to the face. Yeah. Um, I, I, that was mainly Greg that made fun of you. I said you earned my... Well, I already respect you because you took the fight on short notice, but geez, dude, your head is made out of antimantium. Well, that is what Wolverine's claws are made of. Also, uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting. Just I want, I'm obviously like I'm intrigued by somebody like that that has the fucking balls and who has the fucking just the fortitude to stay upright. So I'm interested to see his next fight, who they put him up against. And, uh, you know, shout out to that guy for God damn. I just think about it. So fucking hell yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I absolutely appreciate it. So who do you have? So we got San Hagen and, uh, Fucking goddamn it! What's his name? Uh, Sanhagen Dillashaw tonight. Yeah, the preliminary card's about to end, and we were talking about. Uh, we just talked about it before. Uh, before we press play again, uh, Brendan Allen and you say his name. You did a good job on Punahili Soriano. He seems as if he would be a Hawaii native. Well, we were just talking about his nickname. It's Storytime. Storytime, which <laughs> isn't the best nickname I've ever heard. But if he's like putting motherfuckers to sleep, then it's all right. Then it's not so bad. That's the only thing I can think of. He's eight and zero. Maybe he's meaning like it's a bedtime story. He's gonna. Yeah. It would have to be. <laughs> he's eight and zero. Let me see. Here. Oh, he started Knock out in the contender series. All right, so, yeah, contender series, he got a unanimous, but so far he's knocked out by punches. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he's two for, uh, he hasn't fought since Holloway Cater. I think I remember that. Wow. Him fighting, but. Yeah. Dude, very interesting. So, again, we have Dillashaw coming back, and, man, I can't even wrap my head around it because he's been gone for so long. Well, it's crazy is it's already been two years that fast. That's well, crazy. And the crazy thing is that it only goes two years back from, with a failed drug test, yeah. not from when they decided he had been suspended. So mm-hmm. really it's been like 18 or shorter, like 16 <laughs> yeah. months because like, we of all the court back. proceedings and yeah. all the they So it, it's retroactive. Like you last time you competed or the failed drug test is when it starts. Dude. So well, I wonder, me, I like Dillashaw. Uh, unfortunately, whenever he fought Cejudo, I felt he came off a little douchey. 
And Member Cejudo is the And it's really king. It's really like, how could you be more douchey than yeah. Cejudo? And you out-douched him. And then it turns out you were fucking roided to the gills. Yeah. And so now it's just like, I don't even like want to talk to you. Yeah, I mean, I liked uh, his story because also they showed some of his older fights where he fought Hinnan Barrow twice. And he, like... He gave Hinnan Barrow his first, like, or one of his first, like, losses after, like, a 10-year period. And just the way he was, like, moving around and shit, he kind of... He's one of the most toolsiest fighters. Yeah. Really, where he can do almost everything. Mm-hmm. Where he's competent wrestling. Yeah. Really good striker. Has the power in the hands to put people to sleep. Mm-hmm. But again... Well, they said that's... How much of it was the juice? Oh, man. Like, like, like I just wonder, how yeah. long were you doing EPO? Yeah, because EPO is the one where you can, like... They don't test for it normally. Like, they have to have yeah. a a feeling mm-hmm. that they need to go do this super expensive, by the way, test. Because EPO is the thing that uh, they were talking about. People on the Tour de France, they would yeah. have to get up in the middle of the night to ride because their blood would get yeah. too, super thick or some shit. Well, it was like, it, holy they shit. Would, yeah, they're tr- when they're trying to work it out, there's, like, a 10-day period where after you take your last one where they can try to work it oh, out okay. to where... You uh, have you watched Icarus? I watched some of it, it dude. Was, yeah, if you watch the whole thing, it's fucking it's insane sandwich. It's like a, I had to. I started my kid watching it a little bit <laughs> because he was like, uh, "We're watching the Olympics. We're looking at like the schedule." Oh, okay, and it says like Russian Sports Federation mm-hmm. because Russia can't actually compete. Yeah, as a country for like I don't know how long it is I don't know but they got busted for yeah dude yeah. but I have to hand it to them where it's like they had like false walls and people <laughs> yeah. like see like KGB and shit involved where they're yeah. like slipping pee around I'm they just had like, like the, what's it called the glory hole but instead yeah. they would be like a hand slipping boxes pee. yeah they're like slipping boxes of pee around I'm just <laughs> like you guys are fucking dedicated for the W man like, like for real where he's like we're not having the Olympics here and fucking losing motherfuckers <laughs> that's what's funny because it was probably Putin like standing there like he was mad because it was right after that guy grabbed the dog wrong and then he was like we not lose Olympics to them dude I was <laughs> watching uh, I was watching the US play US women play water polo this morning as I fell asleep uh, wow. we were destroying Japan oh, it was man. like 23 to 5 when I fell asleep in the I didn't know they had quarters I knew nothing about oh, water shit polo about yeah but I was like How's that a foul? Like, I was, <laughs> I was like, man, how many people drown a year doing this? Like, they're swimming for so long yeah. with a ball. And I'm just like, bro, how many? Because it's like soccer, but in the water kind of, right? Yeah. Like, some, I don't know. It's insane where I was just like. I'm going to look up the rules to water. I below. felt like it was kind of cheating because, like, our women, I could obviously tell were, like, taller. <laughs> that Like, like honestly, where it was like they had very slender, long, like. Uh, oh, they you got see, to like, play three times, dude. Yeah, it was. They were beating the shit out of him, and I fell asleep. I was like twenty three to five, and the the girl who's playing goalie, like, uh, that's the picture of her right now. It's a it's a giant black woman who looks. Dude, she has the wingspan of a pterodactyl, bro. Like Giannis, Mm -hmm. like fucking wingspan. That's badass. Ashley Johnson. That's who we're talking. She was running like, and then they're like throwing balls at like the Japanese goaltender, and she was like. Five seconds late on every single one. Oh. Like the ball's whizzing by her head. 
it's like hits the back of the net and then her arms go up. Like it was like, oh a, man, I so was like, she's like, I never seen anyone throw this I, fast. I know <laughs> you're in water and it's probably hard to like move fast, but God, you're going to have to hurry up. Like if you, oh, man. and they're in Tokyo. So I was like, really? You, you gave us like oh. Japan first. Like, why would you, why don't you give them like a uh, Macedonia That's or up, man. Sweden or something like a, because if you look at the lady water polo from USA, yeah, they're all like taller women. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like they were all like they were like the Japanese. They were like jumping up really high, trying to like get in their faces. And then check out that picture. That's you're talking that, about. Yeah. yeah. Dude, she is a freaking awesome. Apparently, she's like the best player like in the college, like the past few oh, years. Okay. She went to like some Ivy League school. Yeah, because that's the only schools that play that, right? Like uh, some schools do, but it's way more of a. I think that's way more of like an up north, yeah. and like west coast thing. We don't really play water. Because that's polo what I was wondering. Here. I don't think o, OU has a water like polo. Team. They might like lacrosse. Yeah, maybe like, we don't have to do lacrosse here much, which I think is weird because it's a very Native American sport. Lacrosse is you know from Native Americans, and we're in Oklahoma, but no one plays lacrosse. Yeah. It's a little weird for me. It's the same as like. Uh, the reason why the USA got Japan in the first round is because Pearl Harbor. Yeah, you like, got to get them back. taking you out. And then the lacrosse and Indians, they were like, no, you're not playing it here. Have you, right, real quick, we're going to get we're gonna get off just to have a real short. Have you ever seen the show uh, Man in the High Castle? Is that about where the Nazis won or something? Yeah, the, the Japanese and Nazis. It's like an alternate oh, thing okay. where they, and then they That's have That's on the, Amazon, right? Yeah, nah, they have it divvied up. They have the U.S. Like huh. the Japan has the West Coast. Oh, nice. Uh, fucking Nazis have the uh, East Coast, and then down the middle is like the uh, middle zone, basically. <laughs> and like, yeah, so it's like, uh, does that go over Oklahoma? Like, Oklahoma oh, absolutely. Middle zone? It's, yeah. it's like anything after Utah. I was like, man, I bet you the Nazis are so mad they don't have Salt Lake City. It's like <laughs> they've got all the whites. You know, it's like they, they you literally have the city of whites, and we gave it to the oh, Japanese. Man, this is funny. nonsense, but. <laughs> But there's this thing on there. It it makes they me look like us. Yeah, no, they're like, <laughs> how did we skip over this? No, but it's a, uh, it's super interesting because like, uh, first of all, like that would be fucking terrible if that happened. But oh, yeah. there's this one part where uh, it's like, yeah, if they'd water, there's a thing where they call uh, this like Nazi kid. I hate to say that because. You wouldn't have a choice. Anyway, yeah. but it's like this kid is telling, this, giving this lady a history lesson, but oh. it's like a history lesson based on like, you know, what the Nazis call stuff or whatever oh, at okay, the time. Yeah. So they talk about uh, our relationship with like Native Americans. She's like, oh, uh, he's like, uh, what does the extermination uh, thing do? And you're like... <laughs> And you're and in my in all of our heads because of actual history we're like yeah. oh what the stupid ass Nazis did to the Jews and they're like and you're like oh uh, and she's like I have I don't know exterminate like that's not the way she learned American history you know what oh, I mean so yeah. she's just like uh, it's what the uh, like colonizers did to like Native Americans you're like oh not wrong like it was, they say it like that and I was just like ooh like uh, that's damn. like a, that's one of those ones like that's what those people that are trying to stop any of the new history that they're trying to do, which is it's not new history, it's real history, but they're like, no, don't put that in there. And so, like, yeah, the fact that we live in like uh, Oklahoma and we never talk about the Tulsa race, right? Yeah, that's not even taught be- in school. Like, it's fucking mm-hmm. asinine and shit. Where oh. I didn't even know it existed for a very long time. I was in my 30s when I found out about that. 
That's fucked up. That's stupid. That's that, so fucked up. That the public school system in Oklahoma City and more doesn't like, hey, that's Oklahoma history. It's also, uh, it'll make some white people feel guilty. And oh, they're man. not going to do that. Like, uh, they're yeah, not, we talked and, about that. And also, like, uh, they're like, my grandfather lived in Tulsa. <laughs> I don't know what his association was. So we're just not going to talk about it. Like, I just... Yeah, that shit. Intermittent history is bullshit. Teach it Jeez. all, teach none of it. Yeah, like teach it all or teach none of it. This revisionist look of history is so fucking crazy. Well, they they shit on like Russia for doing that. They shit on uh, Japan's doing that. They they shit on all these countries that are doing that also because they have fucked up history too. But they're like doing it here, like oh, oh well, absolutely. What, what we're doing is just making it more, uh, you know, a little further. Oh, like Texas is like a Texas just passed a law where. Schools are not. Oh yeah, yeah. It's optional to teach about slavery and like yes. other hot button issues. Where it's like, uh, how do you grow? Well, that's what they. Uh, this lady, I think D.L. Hughley posted it. It was a white lady talking about how cairns are created. Yes, and she goes into it, and I was like, holy shit! That's also how Kevin because they're created. they're only surrounded by other cairns, mm-hmm. and they create micro cairns, and then the micro cairns become mega cairns. And then Karen moms make Karen daughters yep. or Kevin daughters. Do you remember, uh, I, I haven't done anything with this bit yet, but it's like, I feel like all the moms that protested like Eminem and shit, and it was like, those are the same ones that are like, you know, they should not be able to play WAP. All right. And I'm just like, I feel like those are the moms now. Like, it's like their moms protested Eminem. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, we're, uh, they I, just like, they're raised by Karen. They grow up and I want, I, I want to. Sometimes rip on like my kids' culture, you know what I mean? Like what? Yeah. But then like I'll, a song like WAP, right? And I'm like, how the fuck does this get radio play? But then I remember like Ludacris, what's your fantasy playing um, on the radio? And I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that was pretty fucking dirty. Or what about uh, my neck? Oh my yeah, back. that's what I said. My milkshake, yeah, all of it. And I'm that's like, not milkshake. That was no, a different. I'm, no, I'm oh, just yeah, saying milkshake. like all of those. There were so many of them, and I was like, all sexually oriented. <laughs> so I was like, all right, maybe, maybe I just you know I need to stop being like the fucking Clint Eastwood angry white dude about your culture and shit. Just let you have it. Well, that's a part of getting older like my i remember i've had to stop myself from doing it well what's cool is all these guys at work like we'll buy uh, allegedly we'll buy a little bit of beer when we're driving back far away oh yeah because they like to sip on a beer and i'll you know i don't do it yeah never and uh but one of the guys was like hey man go inside and buy it you do it they won't id you you look like yeah i was like okay but i grab my wallet anyways i go inside i'm standing i'm like and she's like can i see your id i'm like yeah sure She's like, wow, you don't look that old. I'm like, thanks. Then I get outside and they're like, so how old are you? Like 26? I was like, dude, thanks. But I'm 36. And I'm like, what? Oh, Oh, dude, I get that at the bar all the time. So weird. I had some lady, she was like, I'd ask for your number, but you're like 24. (laughs) I'm like, I'm 34. Yeah. And she was like, what? She was like, what? For real? And I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, thank, thank you. Like your local drug dealer. No, it's uh, uh, weed keeps us young, dude, and we also like to laugh. So yeah, it helps. To laugh, not being too, not taking it all too seriously. Well, sometimes I worry a lot, but I don't take things seriously. Well, <laughs> take it seriously, and uh, also, uh, you know what? Just realizing that a lot of it just is not in your control. Yeah, that's the other thing is letting it flow. Letting it flow, guys. Okay, hey, so speaking the, of letting it flow, who you got tonight? San Hagen, Dillashaw, go. Uh, man, part of me wants to pick. Uh, 
I'm just going to pick Sandhagen. I'm also taking the Sandman, but also it won't surprise me either way, unless one of them gets super sparked early or something like that. Like, what if... What if Dillashaw comes out and Sanhagen just fucks his ass up really quick? Then you have to ask yourself, like, are we going to make him fight Garbrandt just so we can see him not on EPO? Like, are we going to... Because if he wins, does he go yawn, Sterling? Like, what do we... What do we See, do? That, that's the deal with uh, Dillashaw. He, he, you know, he got uh, what's it called? Suspended. He lost his title, so he's automatically going to be in the well front yeah, five. But so. look at hold on, real quick. Let's look okay. at Bantam. Look at Bantamweight. Bantamweight's Just crazy. Bantamweight. Like, Aljamain Sterling, champ, obviously. Peter mm-hmm. Yan, Corey Sanhagen. You have Edgar, who's not really there, but you have a few guys. So Sunshine, Bantam, right? Yeah, yeah. You have Morales, Font. Edgar, then you have O'Malley, who's bringing, you know, who's about to probably bust mm-hmm. in the top five. You got a lot of old names sitting there, but they're names. Okay, so they started out Dillashaw in at thirteen in the rankings, and he's fighting shit number three. So I gotta say, like, way to go, man! Good and balls Dilla- on you. And Dillashaw is only getting that because the only reason why he is thirteen is because of where the you know because yeah. of everything surrounding it. But that's what's crazy. Just a two year uh, like break in between, and look at how much the division is like. Everything changes, and that's yeah. the thing about UFC where it's it's hard to. People that get like a like Conor McGregor, like where he's my favorite fighter, he's the only one I want. Where you can't really do that with this sport Mm-mm. because people the turnover, people go from fucking zero to hero. You don't, yeah. Look how like you don't have a Khabib. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll probably never get another. You know, we'll be lucky if we get another Khabib type person in our freaking lifetime because of the fact that he went so long without getting injured, yeah, so often fighting, well, so dominant. If uh, Jones didn't have that bullshit disqualification on there and he was actually being active, he could be the other one. But he's like, I don't even know if he's going to fight again anytime soon. Jones, see the thing with Jones, yeah, of course he has all the extracurriculars that are on his thing. And then also like uh, his piss tests weren't exactly ever clean. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's stories about him hiding out under rings and shit like that. So even like if... Dillashaw can, you know, like his, he'll never, like people will never put him in the GOAT category. Even if he won the next five and held the title, yeah. like because of this. He's always going to have a doping scandal right. on there, yeah. But like uh, Jones gets a pass. Which is because I'm just, they I'm did, saying it uh, out loud. I'm just like, it's and it's also different because he was doing like that. Uh, boner pills and shit or something. Well, it was, uh, what was I it? I don't know. It was like a fucking... Was that like lifting? Like a it was like oh, powerlifting. Yeah, it was like shit that powerlifters take. Yeah. So it's like, why the fuck do you need that? It's not even the right shit. I don't think. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know enough about steroids. I guess I've never actually done steroids. But think about this: two years ago, when Mister Dillashaw, you know, lost his title and shit, did you think he would be coming back to bantamweight? And number eight on the rankings would be Jose Aldo. I don't think he thought that because I didn't think Aldo would go all the way down to one thirty-five. They say I, he used to have trouble making 145. 145. Uh, I also think when you get older, we've seen like sports science, like Tom oh, yeah. Brady, the avocado toe style. Yeah, he's where, like leaned out. Yeah, yeah, where it's like you get older, you realize like, all right, these dudes can crack harder up here. So yeah. if I drop the weight over time, because we didn't see Aldo for a while. Yeah, he so lost he, uh, yeah. Connor and then he like, he took a, when, wait, hold on, I'll look. Uh, oh, 
oh shit, never mind. He lost to Connor, and then he ended up having to fight Holloway twice in a row after that. So shit. That's what I'm saying. It Golly. just these guys can crack at 45. So take it down to 35. Well, speaking of 145, they did like this weird Instagram post about Connor. They showed his record at welterweight. It's like three and one or some shit. And they showed his record at lightweight, one and three. Then featherweight or wait, featherweight, right? Seven and zero, oh. and I was like, "Man, can Connor ever make that no, weight no. again?" He, he doesn't won't. want to. No. Why would you be that uncomfortable if you're a millionaire? Well, yeah, as a millionaire, but if he didn't make all the money and he had to stay at featherweight, dude, that's, that's what, when you were sparking people. That's what I'm saying. Uh, well, except for uh, what's his name, Alvarez, he did fuck him up. How the fuck? That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, he looked like Skeletor. You when can't he would do ask that. somebody. To be that uncomfortable when they're worth that much money. Yeah. You can't, because it'd be like, go fuck yourself. Like, why would I do that? It makes no sense. That is true. But he went through that whole camp with all that money with a fucked up leg and still like... But also because you're about to make $20 yeah, million. Dollars. $20 million. Sorry. Yeah. And your opponent that beat you only made one. Man. Yeah. Life's weird. I want to see Poirier get the title and like make a bunch of money because of it. But I also would like to see that happen for Oliver too, you know? I think Holloway deserves a big payday also. Yeah. I'd like to see Holloway get one. So, other Absolutely. news real quick before we get out of here. Oh, yeah, let's... Uh, Next week kicks off uh, NFL training camp, so we're about to gear into old foosball season. Jeez, and I'm nervous. You should be nervous. So, not only, <laughs> n- not only does your quarterback situation unsettle as fuck... Oh, yeah, you ruined my day when I got here and told me about... So, Adam Schefter reports that, like, Devontae Adams and the Packers, like, opened up, uh, tr- like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, negotiations for a new record or for a new contract. And uh, about a week ago, they went stale and it went piss poorly to where, like, Devontae mm-hmm. Adams' mm-hmm. agent is not, like, answering the phone. Yep. And then him and uh, Aaron Rodgers shared the same picture of Scottie Pippen and Jordan fist bumping. And it's like, oh, they're leaving together. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, where it's like, wherever you go. Oh, man, that's just ridiculous, man. Well, here's the thing. So that report came out that the Packers offered Aaron Rodgers a two-year contract extension. It would have really added a... It would have been an extension, so he would have had five more years Mm -hmm. in Green Bay. But honest to fucking God, we don't know the specifics of it. Mm -hmm. So... This move is a PR move by Green Bay, where it's like, we wanted to make him the richest quarterback, and it still wasn't good enough for old Aaron. <sighs> but it's also, like, we've all seen an NFL contract mm-hmm. to know, like, there's always funny money involved. And oh. it's like, we gave him five years, $180 million, but $17 of it is guaranteed, whereas there's no... yeah. So there, it was like or a very incentive-based. Yeah. Right. Like you have to win the MVP both years. Right. Whatever. So it's a whole bunch of nonsense money. Uh, and that, that's the feeling I get from it. It was probably yeah. a nonsense thing where they could get out of it in two years or something like that. Oh, if he like gets hurt two years in. Right. Because like, oh, he's an right. older quarterback. So they're trying to have some sort of like parachute system where they can fucking uh, pull the cord and get the fuck out of it if they need to. Which is what happened with... Tom Brady in New England, Drew mm-hmm. Brees, they all signed. But yeah. Rodgers just won the MVP. See, this is my issue with this whole thing. Like, okay, yeah, he's 36 or whatever. He's the same age as me, maybe older. I don't know. But he's very close to my age. But the dude has only gotten better every year he's played unless he's injured. 
And he said he wants to finish his career here. He's not worried about money. The dude owns part of the Milwaukee Bucks, right? Yep. Okay. NBA champion now. This guy didn't need money. He wanted you to draft some weapons for him this year or be let him be a part of it. But no, whoever... I, I only know Murphy, the guy that passed away last year. He was a... Gutekunst. Yeah, Gutekunst. He was your yeah. GM. I liked Murphy. He was cool. They won a Super Bowl with that guy. But Dude, uh, this new guy has... Like, what the fuck are you doing pissing off Devontae Adams? Like, he doesn't seem like he'd be uh, oh, an easy man. guy to piss off. He doesn't seem like he's like a... Like, Devontae Adams doesn't seem like a guy that looks for a reason to be upset. Well, look what he said about this season. This is his contract year. Everything just fell through. This was before that happened. They said... Will you not show up to training camp? He's like, fuck you. I've signed my check. I'll go be get here. my money. You know, I yeah, will be I got to go get my bag. Yeah. But oh, uh, that makes me so mad because they're both probably going to ball out this year if they actually play. And then they'll both leave Green Bay and we'll have love. What would you do? If like Aaron Rodgers, Devontae just show up. They both have career years, but like next year they're playing for like Detroit. Oh my gosh! That, oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they just end up in Minnesota. That, they end up like uh, on like the team, you know, or they end up on the 49ers or the Bears. Well, I mean, no, they got Justin Fields. Oh, yeah, That's going to happen. But like 100 percent, where they're going to end up someplace like when Brett Favre went to the Vikings. Like it, that would be worse. Like uh, Favre went to the Jets and then the Vikings. If if uh, both of them go straight to Detroit, you know, you're just like, oh fuck, or Detroit. I wanted to be good. Like if they went to the Niners. Where it's I like the team that, that already mad. beat you guys, and you're like, we need to be able to beat the Niners. And then yeah. he just goes to that team and is like, remember well, that's how the team he rooted for as a child. That's he's what I'm from, saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And uh, Devontae's also went to Fresno State, so he's from mm-hmm. the California area. So it makes sense. But it would I, suck because that's my brother's team and like three of yeah, my friends. My brother's team, team also. Oh, God. Justin. Oh, Justin Keithley. Justin, <laughs> Justin Keithley is actually a, a 49ers oh, fan. I just had an idea. You need to have him over. And we need to do a podcast, and we'll be like, oh, this is Justin Keithley. And then he says, yeah, I'm Justin Keithley. would be like, all right, stop it now. Let's do a shatter chatter where we argue about our last name. Why no? <laughs> yeah, so very interesting. Awesome. So uh, we both picked Santa Hagen. Yeah. And you picked uh, Macy Barber. I'm going to take Maverick. No, I wanted Maverick. What are you talking about? Oh, so we're both taking yeah. Maverick? Hell yeah. Sorry. I mean, we're doing it. Yeah. Well, they'll probably both lose, and that's fine. Well, that's what happened to the Suns. So. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should. Never mind. So <laughs> let's get, stop picking teams. Yeah, let's uh, for their sake anyway. Oh, uh, I'm on a show tonight, which this won't go out before then. But uh, I'm also on a show. I believe it's in Mustang, and it's on. I want to say the 19th of August, but let me look it up real fast. Nice. I'm on uh, Roasted Mania tomorrow night. I'll oh, be roasting be uh, then. So Caitlin Reese, and then uh, maybe the winner of that. I got a, yeah, and I got a seven-minute set before that. And well, that's uh, what's fun. Like, kill it in your seven-minute set, get the crowd liking you, and then whatever you say, it, it yeah, varies. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. I, I've never actually met Kaylin Reese, so it's like being mean to somebody I've never met before. I'm usually not a fan of it, but like, fuck it, I'm getting paid to make fun of somebody, so I'm just going to do it. Oh, yeah, and at uh, Bricktown, you always make at least like 50 bucks, so yeah, that's cool. That's okay, cool. Uh, it's called Friday Night Laughs. It's going to be at 152 Bar and Grill on Friday, August 20th at 8 p.m. You got Lenny, me, and Julie on the show. Nice, 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 nice. Oh, it looks like special performance by Chance Del Fuego. And then uh, Shane Hargis, the one of the hosts that laugh until you fart, he will be hosting the show. Okay, so. nice, awesome. 
that's the only thing I got to really reference. Um, yeah, yeah, man, I got nothing, nothing else other. I got uh, Roastamania. We're fucking mm-hmm. doing this great podcast. Oh yeah, we'll be back next week. Last week was just a little. Yeah, you know, we had a little break uh, in between. Little break. Uh, had some family and uh, house issues, you know, being a homeowner. Oh, being, man. You know, when your ceiling is literally falling in. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's take a picture of that and post yeah. it on the Talking Blue. The roof is Instagram. on fire. No, <laughs> um, not really. It it's w- the water damage, really. Fire. Actually, the opposite. So, <laughs> Watch out. That fire is water. Whoa. Yeah. But, uh, man, hell of a week. Uh, guys, we appreciate you always listening and uh, absolutely appreciate you guys. Tell, tell your friends, tell mm-hmm. your friends' friends, tell your dogs, pool walkers, best friends. And remember to rate and review. Just leave us five stars. Come yep. on, do uh, it. We love you guys. I could not ask for, uh, you know, this is the base. Uh, you guys are the base audience. Make sure to stick around. We love you guys very much. Soon we'll get some video up, make this oh, thing yeah. a little bit more interesting. And, uh, yeah. Again, always, thanks for listening, and as always, keep on chiefing, guys. Thanks, guys, so much, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Yeah, yo. Man, I can. Uh There we go. Thank you for listening to the Talking Bluntly podcast. Make sure you rate us five stars on wherever you listen to your podcast. Again, we appreciate you guys listening, and as always, keep on chiefing.